two experts in ICF. Yeah. Decades of experience. Uh-huh. One podcast, yeah. two hosts with a lot to say. Look, I cannot sit through a struggle. I gotta get up and hustle. I gotta push through the pain, because really that's how you build muscle. Welcome to the Build with ICF podcast with your hosts, Trevor Brown and Heather Herring Brown. Yep, they're a package deal. With over 20 years of ICF installation experience, Trevor can throw down some expertise on sales, marketing, and training. On the other side of the table sits Heather, AKA the girl boss. And she's earned the title as the owner of an award-winning ICF construction company, a drafting and design company specializing in ICF. And the numbers, with a master's in accounting, she does that too. Sleeves up, boots on. This is the Build with ICF podcast. I don't want nothing for free. I'm here to work. Been through the dirt. I've been through the dirt. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Episode six. We always, I always forget to look I... that up before we <laughs> say something. I believe it's episode, episode, episode. I think it's called an episode. Anyway, yes. uh, yeah, I think it is episode six. We'll go with it. Sounds good. So this episode we thought was kind of a uh, uh, important one to maybe get in uh, this time of year because we've got the World of Concrete trade show coming up. We got a lot of trade shows coming up, but yeah, first we have World of Concrete. Yeah, and then we got Builder Show for for big national shows, and then I know there's just regional shows going off mm-hmm. all over the place uh, as far as the building building industry. This is our time to do trade shows because we all have time to be away from the job site as we look out the window at <laughs> a foot of <laughs> over snow a foot of snow and, and it's yeah, still coming it's, down. Yeah, so we we know why everybody's got time to maybe go to Las Vegas and places that don't have as much snow. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go over that. We also just timing wise, it lines up with, um, an article that I wrote for the, uh, uh, ICF builder magazine. If anybody's got that mag, uh, they just came out the digital copy. Everybody should be getting their, their physical copies in the mail here probably this week. Um, but the ICF builder magazine, uh, page 10 is, uh, my article that I wrote, uh, called trade shows speed dating for your business. Um, it basically is exactly what I think it is. It's like speed dating for both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it, so. whether an attendee or you're, um, you know, a, a host of a booth, participant, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, there's two, two different avenues, obviously, that we're looking at trade shows. And I think that um, both are mutually important. Um, we go in depth on, on both sides because we don't, we don't know... Um, exactly the breakdown of, of who's listening to the show. So I like to kind of cover on both. Like we've got people that are going as attendees. We've got people that listen to this podcast that are, uh, that are going to be exhibitors. Yeah. Um, which is my background comes from more of the exhibitor side. It's been kind of fun the last couple of years where I've, uh, I'm not in the booth. <laughs> I've it's- got to actually walk around. It's kind of cool. I'm usually standing in a booth at world mm-hmm. of concrete, uh, for, you know, three, four days at a time. And, Long days, uh, out of my voice usually by about the second day. So it's a struggle. Um, so between the uh, world of con, I've been a exhibitor and in, in the booth working, uh, at the world of concrete and also the builder show, um, for quite some time. So, um, kind of have a unique perspective on it from that side to tell you what, what we expect. But, um, what, what do you, it's interesting for you cause you, you've been there as an exhibitor, but mostly as an attendee. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, see as the most important for things for you when you go to these trade shows? 
uh, as an attendee. So I, I go in, I guess I think it was, it's been a little bit different the last few years. So um, becoming a distributor uh, and, you know, working that side of it, I look at things a little bit differently now as a distributor as opposed to how I did prior as just a uh, residential home builder. So as a residential home builder, I would go in looking for latest and greatest technology, uh, you know, innovative stuff that I can implement into my homes. Um, you know, I love that they've combined, um, you know, kind of skipping over World of Concrete a little bit for, for the home building side of it. For, for the builder show, they combine that with um, the kitchen and bath show. So that for me going in there, it just gave me so many ideas and got the creative juices going because, you know, you're just seeing so much new and innovative stuff. Uh, going to World of Concrete, uh, my first time attending that was when I was actually uh, up for an award. So I didn't actually, I didn't know that was a thing to go to uh, the World of Concrete. So uh, attending attending that, uh, you know, walking around and, and checking out all the different, um, you know, different options as far as um, block manufacturers, uh, accessories, uh, just going and looking at everything, you can put your hands on it. And I think that's kind of the cool thing as an attendee is going and actually getting to try out um, some of the equipment and some of the stuff. Like uh, last year we took our whole crew through there and they got to try out all these different yeah. concrete <laughs> stuff. I just, it was just very cool to go through and well, watch. Yeah, They were literally good. They were, you know, hands on with a, you know, Milwaukee cordless, you know, tool basically with you know jackhammer yes I think we it was hilarious booth that with a jackhammer and you know jackhammer and concrete and stuff so they're getting that that uh you know experience with the you know with the actual tool in hand so mm -hmm. you're right like it was it was fun and we had a good time doing that but it also um helped us you know, that's something you can't do in a youtube video or no. you can't do in a um you know in a in a brochure or something that you're reading or looking at on TV you can't well, and, do it on the website. Yeah, and a lot of accessories, you just can't tell how they're going to work. Um, but, like, the cool thing, and, and it's kind of crazy to look at, like, when the World of Concrete is there in Vegas, they do actually pour concrete out there for you to jackhammer out and for you to oh, use yeah. these tools on and, and do all this stuff with. It is it's a huge undertaking there when they when they put this event on. Yeah, so anybody who's listening that doesn't, I mean, I, I guess that's a big part of it is, is maybe the... Um, you know, how big these things are. I mean, it's, it's, uh, if you are going to local shows and, and you're getting a lot, and there's definitely a lot to do about different, you know, the different shows, but, um, you know, if you haven't seen how huge some of these shows are and how far out they go on stuff, um, it is definitely something that will blow your mind when you see like they're, they're building houses. I mean, the ICF companies are stacking full, you know, a lot of these guys are stacking full houses. Um, you're able to see exactly how everything works. You can see how window bucks work. You can see how all that stuff works. But, um, you know, we, going back to something you touched on there, as far as like the interaction with people at the booth, this has been something that has, um, just blown my mind as, as an exhibitor watching people come through my booth and where I'm trying to interact with, with people, um, is the, uh, you know, we, part of, part of this is a, um, you know, what, what to get, how to get the most out of a podcast, oh, you know, yeah. how, how to, how, the mo how to get the most out of a trade show is kind of what we're going over on this episode from both sides. But, um, first and foremost, interact with the people at the show. I have blown away at the amount of people when you're standing in a booth, um, you know, and you're legitimately, uh, you know, waiting for somebody to come over and talk to you and, and they're standing 20 feet away from you. 
like staring at you with a, you know, like this, this weird, you know, look and they're trying to figure out what your stuff is. And especially if they're, you know, if you've got a product that maybe isn't super self-explanatory or they haven't seen before, you can see the confusion on their face. You can see them kind of, I call it the, uh, I smell a fart. You know, I just, <laughs> I just smell the fart look on their face, but they do. I mean, they, they look, they almost look kind of disgruntled, you know, when you try to talk to them, it's like, dude, you, you, you came to a show. Oh yeah. You spent the money you to travel money, to go to the show. Stand 20 feet away from my booth and just sit there and stare at it and try to figure it out because you're too scared to come talk to me. And that's like, and I don't know if like, you know, we got to thank our car salesman out there. If there's any listeners or car salesmen, I'm not bagging on you, but for lack of a better term, it's, it's that feel like none of us like to go to a car dealership because we get swarmed by people. You know, I, I see where they're coming from. Like they're afraid they're going to walk in my booth and we're going to just attack them and try to sell them my product. Spam them with a bunch of information later. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't. And it's just to me, it's like that's not my sales style. So maybe mm-hmm. I maybe I'm wrong in the fact that that's the way it is. But but the fact that it, it is a, you know, you spent a lot of money and time and effort to come to this show, especially these national shows, that why wouldn't you just walk in the booth and ask? And and that's what I would say. If you're going to make the most of your trip down there, you know, I'm not saying you're not going to have time to hit every booth. Don't stop in no. every booth like you're going to sample day at Costco. Don't hit every <laughs> single booth, you know. It, it's got to be, you know, somewhat organized as far as you got to be able to say no to people. If you don't need to see drafting software, then walk by the drafting guy. Hey, no, I'm not interested. Thank you. Move on. But when you see something you are interested in, like you're curious about ICF or you're curious about, you know, like we, we do a lot of um, like kind of our focus lately has been um, skipping over to the attendee side, you know, and now getting to go as an attendee is we're always looking for chemicals to help clean our equipment. We're, we're, yeah, we're, our that's, mind is open looking at different things that go along with everything that we already do. What, right. what can we, what can we find to supplement? You well, know? I'm specifically like in my head, every time I go to work concrete right now, because <laughs> that's a big part of it. I am like, if I see something that looks like it might be a cleaning product I, that will mm-hmm. clean concrete off of our rental equipment, I will literally go right to it and be like, Hey, tell me about your product. A lot of times they're like, Oh, this is a, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah for forms. And it's not, that has nothing to do with what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a sealer for your, you know, wood forms or something to, to for your Simon's form. Well, we don't use those. We use ICF. So I don't need that. All right, cool. This doesn't really work for me. Have a good day and walk off. But I, I've also found some good products that way because mm-hmm. I go up and I talk to people and that, and that, that's the part where you're going to get the most out of it. You got to kind of know what you're looking for and go look at it. Um, you know, we, we have, um, you know, as going back, I'm going to sit and flip hats here back and forth, but with the exhibitor side, um, don't go waste people's time. Like understand that we, we, we have to talk to 20, 30,000 people sometimes, you know, throughout the the week, ask your question, get your information and move on. I don't want to hear about every project you guys have done. You know, we've got the guys who will just camp out in the booth, Um, you know, have some respect for the exhibitors time Uh as well. Um, But also, get in there and ask the questions you have and find out, get their information, let them scan your badge. That's the other thing. People are, they're there and then they act so protective of their information because <laughs> they think you're going to yeah. send them stuff. Well, yeah, you're there to learn stuff and we're going to send you stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like we are going to send you information. Yes. If you're stuff. doing, if you're doing your job as an exhibitor, you are going to follow up with those people and make sure they got their questions answered and see if it's a fit, see if you can provide something for them. But you know, it's, it's just about, Making it beneficial for both parties. Be aware that those companies have spent anywhere from 50 to hundreds of thousands of mm-hmm. dollars 
to be at that show. When you look at the airfare to fly people in, to ship stuff in, it's usually union-based, so it's very expensive to have the union set up that booth for you. Um, I mean, I, to give you a little insight, to have your booth vacuumed, <laughs> to have your booth vacuumed is $350 every night, per night, 350 so, you know, these guys are spending a lot of money to be there. Um, you know, they're, they're there for a reason. Um, you know, and then speaking to our listeners that are exhibitors, dude, you spend a lot of money to be there. Be active. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I now, you know, as an attendee, I walk through and I look at it from a different light, and I'm kind of disappointed by um, the way some of the exhibitors treat the show. You know, like, I mean, they're sitting in their booth, they're in a comfy chair, because, yes, your feet hurt after standing up for all the week, you know. But, like, they're not. They're not trying to engage people. They're not trying to because I think they, they're worried about being that spammy guy. But there's got to be a happy medium. If you spend a hundred grand to be there and you're not getting business off it, then you're it's a bad business. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So go out there and talk to them. I mean, I've had some booths where I gotta walk in there and like about pull somebody out of a chair to get information about their company and, and I get a little frustrated with that. Um, so you know, that's a you know, and that that's something that to me plays all the way down to your local Home and garden show. Yeah, hundred percent. So you know if you're you're going and you're being a uh, exhibitor at your local, um, you know we do a lot of events with the building with the home building association because there's a lot of opportunities in our local home building associations to um, these um, exhibit or uh, vendor nights and stuff like that where you get to you know buy a booth or a table mm-hmm. at at a, an event where you get to meet some of the builders and stuff. So very small group of people that we're we're focused on. You know still. Have that interaction. Don't sit back in your booth. You know, make sure you're up and, and forward in the booth, you know, trying to get the most out of that night that you're there, those few hours, um, to even regional shows um, that you do, fairs. I mean, I know a lot of guys actually do yeah. county fairs in the fall, and they set up ICF booths. They set up all kinds of stuff in, the, in these, and I've worked those. I've done those before. Um, but you you get out of it what you put into it right? anything like anything in business yeah you yeah. get out of what you put into it yeah. and we did a whole episode on that i mean if you want to kind of dive a little deeper into the thing um if you go check out our other podcast the wreak havoc podcast we actually did one a few it's been probably sometime this year i can't remember how far back it was but um we did yeah. uh, uh an episode regarding um how to get the most out of trade yep. shows and and stuff so um but yeah I, I think um now seeing it as a as an exhibitor or as a attendee totally different yeah one of the things that i love about um like these big national shows is most times they have an app and so you can go through and you can see who actually is exhibiting at the show and you're like oh i was looking for this i was looking like and find out where they are and and you know i think you can like like them or do something and so it'll actually like tell you where they're at and remind you the booths that you're wanting to go to because there is so much going on during these shows I mean, so much. And it's it's a limited amount. What is it? Three days at World of Concrete. And and yeah. we walked around for three full days and we did not make it to every booth. Like it, it did not happen. We, we, we made it to the ones that we specifically set out to make it out to. Um, but we found some others as we were walking around that we didn't know about their product. And some of that stuff we ended up ended up buying. We mm. like the, the Jack, Jack Jaw. Jack yeah. Jaw is a great, I mean, we're going to, I'll give them a free 
<laughs> Give them a plug right here. Free because plug. it was Jack interesting. Was a, it was just something, like I said, very small booth. It wasn't the big, grandiose booth that everybody, you know. Um, they had a small 10 by 10 booth down one of the aisles. We just happened to walk by it. And basically, for anyone that hasn't seen it, what it is is it's a product that is will um, that pulls concrete stakes out. It's, it, it's designed for... Um, you know, form work guys that are doing form work and stuff. And it basically is a, uh, you know, a product that will, li- you know, lift the, the stakes out of the yep. ground. It kind of ratchets it. It out makes of the it ground. super it's like simple. A T-post puller, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, is what it is, but it's, um, just been basically kind of, uh, uh, specialized for our industry. Now I use it for pulling stakes out of, um, our feet on our alignment systems because we stake down our alignment systems with actually chunks of rebar usually is what we use. Um, but we can actually go and, and pull that stake out and trust me, it's saved our guys back. They love their Jack jaw. It's a great product. I'll endorse it fully. It's a, it's a pretty awesome product. We wouldn't have seen it if we hadn't. No, it's something we ended up stocking and selling now. Right. And, and honestly we didn't like, we went through the app, but it didn't like jump out to us like no. Jack jaw. We need one of those. It didn't really sound like something we needed to look at, but we, we did go look at it just cause we stumbled across it. So making those, um, you know, making those runs down those little, mm-hmm. those little rows can pay off. I mean, that's, you know, talking about getting the most out of it, make sure you're covering the ground. And, and when you go to these big shows, it takes days. It does. It does. Wear, wear your tennis shoes, like yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. We literally, we take backpack, refillable water uh, jugs, and we throw snacks in. It's so funny. We, we land in Las Vegas and our first stop, like literally we go drop our stuff at our, at our um, condo that we stay at. And then we get an Uber and go to, well, last year, we got an Uber and went to Costco and we right. went and stocked up on uh, Uncrustables and like beef jerky, just different snacks to have because we had our entire team with us. And if you are stopping to go out to breakfast and go out to lunch and to do like, you're never going to make it through that entire show. Right. So. No, and I think that's the, um, you know, like you've got to put the time in again, getting the most out of it. You mm-hmm. spend a lot of money, it costs us a lot of money to go down there and, yeah. and you know, rent, rent a, a condo and we rent a, you know, we do the, we, do, we prefer to use the trains. We do the train yes. pass and then we do the, uh, you know, to get back and forth and, and just the tickets to the show or, um, another thing too, that you can check into is, um, the, with, with, if you've got specific, um, things that you want to do, reach out to those companies. If you know, they're exhibiting, reach out to them ahead of time and maybe even set up an appointment. Like as uh, going back, flipping back my exhibitor hat, I definitely um, appreciated when somebody was like, hey, can we set up a time for Wednesday at two o'clock? Um, so I'll be at your booth at two o'clock so we can have a meeting. Super good because sometimes what happens is you get three, four, five guys deep and they're all standing there waiting to talk to you. Um, and you're like, and, and they get frustrated and you watch them walk away and, and you know, who knows if we lost that customer, if they ever came back or what. Um, so if you really want to get that time with somebody in the booth specifically, because most of these guys are regional. So, um, like I managed the Western 11 States. So if you were in the Western 11, you were going to be talking to me. Yeah. Um, you could obviously get the information from other guys in the booth, but it's always good to start the relationship with the person you're going to be working with. So make sure that you do a little bit of research. If there's really important stuff you want to talk to like if you're trying to nail down like a, a brand of ICF that you want to talk to, I mean, um, then go, go try to meet with them and find out who your contact is for yeah. your area and see if you can set something up before you go to the show. Um, the other thing is that you can, 
um, go through that, like you were saying with the app, by mapping it, you're going to make your day a lot easier than yeah. crisscrossing all over different halls and yep. stuff like that. Um, so that's another really positive thing to those apps mm-hmm. and the technology that's out there now. Well, and what you're talking about with the, you know, a lot of our listeners are, are new maybe to, to the, you know, building with ICF and they're just looking at, you know, the block companies and which one is going to be best and what is the difference. And you can do a ton of research online, but there's something to be said about going to the world of concrete and visiting these booths and actually being able to put your hands on the products. That I think is something that unless um, you have a ton of different distributors in your area, you're not going to get that experience. It's going to be difficult. It's not like you can just go to, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's and look at all the different products out there. Uh, that's that's what you get to do when you go to World of Concrete. You can put your hands on them. You can stack some of the blocks up. Like, I love the uh, the different displays that have almost like an entire house, you know, kind mm-hmm. of stacked up. Obviously, no concrete, but they show you how the rebar goes in it. They show you how the electrical runs through it and plumbing and just... It's so beneficial to be able to put your hands on the product right there and then. Well, and look, I mean, just, and do, yeah, that's exactly it. When we say put your hands on it, I mean physically put yes. your hands on the product. Like, um, you know, when we, we talk about, we just did the episode of, you know, how to choose your block and, and different things. And, and we're going to have a lot of um, guests upcoming from different block companies that are gonna come on and talk about their block. Um, you know, it's one thing to hear the the pitch, but it's really interesting to, to go and look at it because, um, Granted, a lot of them are very similar in a lot of ways. There are definitely differences in them, and it can be as easy as, um, you know, I know from putting my hands on a lot of different block, once I get my hands on it, sometimes it's just the feel of the foam. Sometimes it's getting to see how the interlock locks together in person, not just in a video, or even um, the thickness of the webs and mm-hmm. how the con- you know how the rebar locks into it and stuff like that. Like it's seeing, just yeah, seeing how stuff. the how the accessories work with it, right? Like you know, with with hangers and the different types of hangers that are out there and um, alignment systems and how they hook into it and like just there's so many different things. Right. I mean, YouTube's an amazing tool, but you cannot put your hands on the stuff in the video, and and it's really hard to tell you know that side of it the quality side of it mm-hmm. it's kind of like driving a car right like you can watch a tv but you know you go drive a luxury car and you can feel the difference in yeah. how you drive the car and that's kind of why i look at um you know when you go to these shows which is you know back to going to the the smaller shows i mean i think one of the things that's really great about a smaller regional show is you definitely get the ability to put your hands on things usually you definitely get your ability to uh, spend time with that person who's your contact in that area yeah. so there's you know there's a lot of uh, uh importance to going to all these shows i mean we i would say the majority of people probably are okay you know they definitely will go to a local show that they can go to on a weekend or a weeknight or it's part of their association you know and they do you know you know, they're going there for a meeting anyways. A lot of times it's a general membership meeting or something and, and you can, you know, see some products while you're there. You know, it takes a lot to go to the national shows, but I would say we probably get more out of the national shows. And, and back to my, you know, the, the title of the article I wrote for ICF Builder Magazine this month in speed dating, you know, for your business. It's legitimately, to me, it's very much like speed dating. It's like you, you know, it's hard to meet the right person, you know, out there just in the world and everyone's doing different stuff. But if you get them all, a bunch of people in one room and you get to sit and talk to different, you know, people every other, mm-hmm. every two minutes and the bell rings and you get to go talk to somebody else and you talk to somebody else, really expedites your ability to meet a lot of people in a short period of time. And that's kind of what these trade shows do. They put, um, 
a ton of opportunity in one place for you so you're not just wandering throughout the world aimlessly trying to go meet with companies that are spread out all over North America. You know, a lot of these companies are in Canada. A lot of these companies are, you know, in, in the, you know, somewhere in the U.S. And so, I mean, you've got them in different parts of the country. You're not going to just go wander around and go talk to their, you know, head of sales for each yeah, of these no. companies. Cause they don't, and the, the crazy thing is, is I've noticed in a lot of these booths, the, the big trade shows, you're talking to some, you know, the VPs are there that sometimes the owners of the company are in the booth. Like it, they take it very seriously. So it's a really good opportunity to, to uh, talk to people all the way up the chain. You yeah. know, I mean, this isn't your local sales guy. You're talking to possibly the founder of the company. I mean, I've had some great conversations mm -hmm. with people. So um, definitely utilize that. Um, I would say kind of one thing I want to touch on too is the difference between uh, you know, it's like World of Concrete, which is very specialized to the the building industry or to our insulated concrete form industry, um, versus going to the IBS, which is not irritable <laughs> bowel syndrome, like most people believe. It is actually the uh, International Builder Show, which is the largest uh, building show in the world. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sponsored by the National Association of Home Builders. Um, obviously primarily stick frame guys showing up there, uh, but very well represented by the ICF industry anymore, which is, you know, getting bigger and bigger all the time. What do you think when, you know, you go to both, mm -hmm. uh, looking at from the attendee side, what do you think uh, difference being that you feel like when you go to those different shows? Well, when you go to the, the world of concrete, like you said, it's very specialized in concrete. So um, like they're, are a lot of booths and a lot of, uh, I, I feel like there's a lot more f obviously focus on, on the concrete industry and a lot more different options um, than what you see at the builder show with regards to concrete. Um, like I don't think we see pump trucks and maybe we have pump, do we have, is there pump trucks at the builder not, show? Not as much. Not no. as much. It's not as much. Folk, there might like, be a few, but yeah. not as much. But like, it's just the, the classes, the demonstrations, um, everything is so focused and, and, you know, so you can get in there and you can ask very specific questions. Uh, and, and the booths are, I think a lot bigger, more, more grandiose at the uh, world of concrete when it comes to insulated concrete forms and, and all that stuff. You get a lot of the same salespeople, um, uh, vendors at the builder show, um, and I think this year they're doing it a little bit differently to where they're trying to keep uh, a lot of the vendors in the similar industry. Uh, so, like, they'll have concrete uh, forms. They'll have, um, you know, all, all the stuff right. with ICF in one area rather than spread out all yeah, over. Yeah, in the past throughout. you kind of walk through and all of a sudden you just stumble across another ICF guy yeah. on day two that you thought would have been over with the ICF guy. Yeah, I think they're going to be better about that. Yeah, so they're getting better about that. But the thing that, that I really, really like about both shows – um, and I'm not a shy person, so I'll walk up and talk to, talk to anybody. But the thing I like about it is it's very beneficial when you walk into those booths and you're talking to them in person, not just calling, um, maybe an 800 number and trying to find out who your local, uh, rep is to get that information. Um, you'll walk in and talk to people and sometimes there's people in the booth and they, they maybe are not in your area but they're going to introduce you to that person that is, or you start building that relationship with somebody within that company um, so that, you know, down the road, I, I, I like to, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, you do business with who you like and trust. And, and I think you get a better feeling for people in person uh, when you just walk into the booth and you start talking to them and asking them questions. 
Well, and I, I speaking as the exhibitor side, I take you so much more seriously when I meet you at a show in person and that you've gone to the effort to come in and meet me and, and that you, you're taking your project and your, uh, uh, you know, your interest in my product so seriously that you're actually out doing research in person. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I've always said, I tell all salespeople that, you know, and it's a relationship that goes both ways. It's not just a sales guy grabbing every person they want a good sales guy is actually interviewing his customer just as much as the customer's interviewing the salesperson so you know i'm particular about who i do business with um whether i'm selling you or i'm buying from you it's it's a very similar process so Mm -hmm. so when i meet you in a booth and i'm like god okay this guy's really good and when i look back at you know 20 plus years in this industry um some of my biggest and best relationships are guys that i met in the booth i i was literally this is you know, random, but I was on a phone call yesterday with somebody I met and in a booth in the booth at the builder show, um, five years ago. Um, and he still calls me on a regular basis. I'm no longer his rep. I'm, you know, we are just, uh, um, co-workers, I guess, and in, in this business, now, <laughs> yeah, co-distributors, in this, in, co-distributors in this, in this industry, we're now, you know, uh, brothers in arms. And so, and we stayed in contact because we, you know, we, we met at a trade show five years ago and, and we both do the same thing. And, you know, he's calling me asking what I think of certain things on, and, uh, I do with him likewise, um, uh, different States, mm-hmm. different customers, different, you know, even different products and some, some things. Um, but it's all because he, I knew he was serious cause he was at the show. He took, you know, he met me at the show, we hit it off. So I think it's really important that that's, that's part of it too, is that you understand that you're the you're being interviewed as well when you go in as yeah. an attendee into an exhibitor and especially like the block choice thing. Um, one, you're going to get a vibe if you're going to get good service. Cause we said, you know, we go back and listen to the previous episodes, you know, find a block that has really good service in your area. Mm-hmm. And some areas are, are better than others. Um, but if you get a guy that's blowing you off in the booth, probably not the guy that you want to do business with don't when you get home right like um it gives you a pretty good feed of like these guys don't really care then move on to another block because you want somebody that cares about your business yeah. you want to have somebody that you have a good relationship with because you guys are going to be leaning on each other a lot so um make sure you're doing that i mean you want to get the most out of that show make sure you're making that relationship yeah. and you are even taking notes I, I think it's a good idea to like write down like hey went into xyz booth and didn't have a good vibe. These guys did not seem very yeah. interested in my business or not really excited. I mean, I know for us, we live out in Idaho. Um, it, it's interesting because we're a fairly unpopulated state comparatively to most places. So when I walk into a booth, sometimes they're like, you know, they look at your badge or they see where you're from or they ask you where you're from. You say, I'm from Idaho. They're, oh, ah, we're looking for somebody in Idaho, mm-hmm. you know? And so that excitement sometimes is like, oh, okay, these guys are really excited. Sometimes you go to another booth and you're like, I'm in Idaho. Oh, yeah, we got a guy in Idaho. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to waste my time, you know, trying to, you know, jump on this guy's wagon if he's, you know, if he's full. Well, and one of the things that, that I really liked about, um, you know, specifically uh, World of Concrete, you go in there and you're looking at the blocks and, and you know, you're talking to uh, the, the territory managers that are there. A lot of times, a lot of their uh, distributors, their installers, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're drafting people, just a lot of their resources um, are there. A lot of those people are there in attendance at the show and they can say, oh my gosh, I, I would love to introduce you to so-and-so. Hold on just a second. Let me see where he's at at the show. And you can meet people that are in your area. I know Idaho's a small market compared to, to a lot of other ones, but 
it amazed me my first year at World of Concrete walking through and they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so's here. They're, they're in Idaho. Um, they're, you know, this part of the state. Where are you located at? Let me put you in contact with them. And it's so cool, especially when you're first getting started uh, in this industry and, and you're looking for those people to just bounce ideas off of when you come in, you know, you, you have an issue or you're trying to figure something out. They introduce you to those people that are in your market that can then become, you know, your friends in the industry that you can ask. Well, and I think a big one that, you know, we've both been uh, uh, involved in is just the, uh, you know, you're in a booth talking to somebody and then they're like, hey, let me take you over to the uh, this alignment booth that, you know, we've been, we work with them, you know, here, I'll walk you over there. And, you know, you walk them over from the, you know, you know, whatever block booth over to the plum wall booth or, you know, and you introduce them to Chad and the guys over at plum wall or take, you know, hey, let me show you this, you know, we work with them. These interest, you know, like it's amazing how many times that you'll get that warm introduction from one person to another, even at the show like mm-hmm. that, where they're like, yeah, we work with these guys. Let me show you. And it's just a huge amount of time savings of you trying to fish through all the junk yes. and figure out who the good people are and, and who they are, uh, you know, who they're interested in talking to. And it's, it's just, it's a whole different game, like I said. So huge importance, but, um, a couple other things that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really bad at this. Uh, to take business cards. <laughs> you are bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad. I, I stocked up. So I have them already because I knew we were doing this podcast. And so it was one of the things that I thought about. So this year I will have my business cards because sometimes it's one thing to get your badge scanned, but you will be standing there talking to maybe the sales rep for your area. They may not get that information for a few weeks after right. the show. So if I want them to follow up with me faster, I make sure that I have that because I don't, I don't want to waste time sitting there having to fill out a whole bunch of paperwork. I would rather give them a card um, or even um, we did virtual cards, which mm-hmm. was super cool because that you just like send it right to their phone and then they have it and, and have your picture and your information and everything. So uh, make sure you have business cards. Um, get and business cards. Yep, I was just going to say that. Yeah, get business cards from the people that you're talking to because – a lot of times you're going to grab that that information in the booth and it's going to have an 800 number or, you know, the generic number for the whole company. And it's going to be a little more difficult, I think, to route your call and get it, you know, to that person that, that you created that connection with that you want to talk to, uh, you know, when you're ready to order, when you're ready to move forward. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but technology makes mistakes sometimes. And sometimes things get lost Mm -hmm. with technology. Sometimes technology takes a long time to get around to you. Um, With these bigger companies, especially, you know, by the time it goes from the, the show and it gets sent to the marketing person who that, whose email they have with all the leads. And then that person has to divvy them out Mm -hmm. and then maybe they're busy. And, you know, next thing you know, it's a month later. And and I mean, I, I hope not, but there is situations where we've been called a month later where Hey, yeah, I just got your lead. I'm like, well, that was a month ago. I already yeah. made a purchase now. Yeah, you know? well, and I, I mean, go go even further. Um, like when I come into the booth and I'm talking to somebody, I may be talking to a rep that covers East Coast. Well, I'm not on the East Coast. Maybe the, the West Coast rep isn't there. I can give my information to that person, get theirs, and then they're going to, you know, hand off that information to that other um, salesperson to, so that yeah. I get the information that I need in a more timely fashion. Yeah. We're all about technology and we love technology and, and I think it's great, but there is something to be said for the old school yes. uh, business card in hand mm-hmm. kind of deal. And we do it every day. We get back to the, the room and we empty our pockets or our backpack of all the cards we have. And I, you know, I have my own little 
procedures I go yeah. through and take pictures of and put them in my phone so I can find them. Make notes you know, on make the cards if you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anything. So, you know, we'll even, if we think it's real serious, put them in the CRM, whatever we need to do. So, so there's different ways. So make sure you're doing that. Um, but, um, I'd say we're getting ready to wrap up here, but, um, kind of just to specify what we think, obviously we are talking very heavily about world of concrete. Yes. It's coming up here in a few weeks. Um, and we will be there. So we're going to be actually, we have a couple, uh, podcasts that we're going to be doing, uh, interviews and podcasting from there. I won't say live cause we're not going to be, we're, we'll upload them after we get back, but we are going to be recording some podcasts mm-hmm. with, uh, different people. Um, uh, we've got some commitments on regarding some fiberglass rebar and, and alignment systems and block companies, um, block companies and, and some things. Um, so we're going to be be setting up those interviews there so mm-hmm. um we'll be out and about um, i think we'll be in a couple different booths at different times yeah. as well that we'll post up on our socials where we're going to be yeah um we're definitely going to be at the uh the icf awards uh with vanessa and craig yeah uh and everybody there so we're excited to uh to be in attendance at that and, and see this year's uh nominees and winners yeah, and if we, you know, if there's, uh, you know, if you guys want to meet up with us, just come say hi or, or, you know, watch us do a recording or, you know, just kind of see what's going on. Um, just follow us on our socials. You know, check us out at, at Build with ICF on Instagram. That's going to be where we're going to post a lot of stuff about uh, what we're doing or, or on our website, uh, buildwithicf.com. Uh, primarily, I think I'm going to be posting on Instagram kind of our, our what boost at what time kind of thing. So keep an eye out on that. Um, I think that's about it. Is there anything else we were wanting to? No, I would just to follow, just to kind of reiterate, wear comfortable shoes, take water, take snacks, take business cards, be friendly, go in and ask questions. Don't be afraid. <laughs> that's our, yeah, our <laughs> world of concrete <laughs> IBS national show survival list. Yes. Um, and then too, didn't, didn't mean to neglect, you know, the smaller shows and stuff, but I think all the rules apply to the smaller shows as well. Just to, you know, be involved, go talk to people, get the information, follow up with them and, and, uh, be open to them following up with you and talking to people. So yeah, I think you, everything goes the same. You might even find, you know, your next spouse at a trade. I mean, yeah, you never some, know. Sometimes people meet at a trade show and end up Years happily later. married. <laughs> 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 we'll go into that at some other point, but exactly. So. Uh, anyways, I think that's, that's good for now. If you guys, uh, have anything, obviously, please, uh, you guys have been doing a great job. Like I'm, I'm as someone who's had a podcast for five years and, and, uh, I'm pretty aware of how things happen. I'm blown away at the uh, success and speed that we're getting, uh, responses and people interested in this podcast i think it goes deep into a vein that people really want to know about so i'm really excited about it you guys have been awesome about sending questions to info at build with icf uh, dot com for our uh, on our website or uh, dming us through our socials at uh, build with icf and uh, i think you guys have done an amazing job but keep doing that if you've got things that you want us to talk about um we've already had requests we are going to be talking about uh, helix and we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about fiberglass rebar and uh, we've had a uh, request to talk about um, you know windows and doors and different things so um, I know some of you listening are waiting for those we will get to those I promise we're kind of trying to line up the right people to come in and speak as experts about that uh, but we will get to all of those over time too so uh, any questions you have feel free to hit us up uh, we love we love ch- chatting about it so let us know and until then we'll Until next time. We'll move on to the next episode. Sounds good. Have a good day.